Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Hey guys, welcome back to Lash Girls Need Love Too. This is your co-host Crystal and Italia, and today we have a new episode. This is our first ever actual episode, and it's going to be about actually starting, actually starting your journey, becoming a lash tech, and what the beginning consists of. And not being afraid, and literally just starting do, do the dang thing <laughs> the first thing we did um was come up with a name you need a name um that you are going to identify your business as and that you're going to be pretty much known as that people can look you up whether it's on socials whether it's on google just to be able to find you and your work yeah and you want to try and make it you know unique and something that's easy for people to remember and look up so yeah me and crystals um we kind of came up with one that is just like kind of just about us so as solo artists because we you know when we started we weren't really planning on like hiring a team or Mm -hmm. we you know we always said okay well if that ever happened we would just change our name um and you know just from going as a sole lash tech into like an actual business you know like a big lash studio or something so yeah so um you can really come up with anything as long as it's you know professional and catchy and describes you and your business yeah and you have to make sure that it's not already being used right exactly so mine is just italia lashes brows and i just literally put a dot in between italia and lashes and brows um um, and it's and that sounds, you know, like that's not like such a cool name or something, but it's literally just me. I'm Italia. I do lashes and brows. It's very <laughs> short, straightforward to the point, you know, yeah. like, okay, they know what I do. They're not going to contact me and say, do you, you know, do hair? They're going to mm-hmm. say, oh, she does lashes and brows. So, and Crystal's is. Well, I actually, when I first started, I had all my Instagrams and socials. I just had it very basic and I knew that I wanted to change it eventually, but I literally just did the regular lashes by crystal (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and you're allowed to change it i mean it's totally okay and if you do like lashes by you know whatever your name is that's totally fine like you can literally change that stuff as you go but i ended up changing mine to lady k lashes and brows it's just a little bit more fun and yeah, and I think eventually yeah. we'll both end up changing, changing again. Changing it again, yeah. And it's just whatever works for you in that time is what it is because it's not, you know, even yeah. though if it's in your legal stuff, it doesn't matter. You can still change it. It's not permanent. Your name can evolve with you as you grow, so. Yeah, so don't be afraid to come up with something. Spend a little time on it. Don't just yeah. come up with something off the fly and then go with that and, you know, if it sounds crazy. But if it's something that, you know, you feel like, oh, that look sounds good or Mm -hmm. that fits me that's perfect then just go with it yeah you'll definitely need to come up with something though so that you can have it as your socials you'll need to have your booking website and all that so definitely need some type of name that you can identify yourself as even if you do change it later but yeah so that's really the first thing you got to think about because you have to have a name and then a lot of other things um people worry about next would be 
kind of the money, like what money do you need to start with? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be different for everybody. <laughs> um, I will say that me or Crystal, neither of us started with like, you know, a whole savings or something like that. Yeah. It was just so much. It wasn't like that for us, at least. Um, there may be people out there who could or did. Mm-hmm. But for us, it was kind of just like, hey, like go with it. Like honestly, running a business, you're always in debt. Yeah, like it is never expensive. just debt free. I don't want people to think that, oh, just creating a business from scratch is easy because it's not. And you're going to have to put in hard work and it's going to take money. And I don't think a lot of a lot of people don't realize how much money you're going to have to spend to start a business and how much hard work it does to start a business. And there is a lot of expenses that go into it. In the first year, you're probably not going to profit anything. So you have to understand that. And that's with every business, not just lash <laughs> yeah, businesses. Yeah, just any business. It is not all glitz and glam and all of that. So just be ready to have all those expenses because – and that's totally okay. Don't feel overwhelmed like, yeah. you know, like people do with school debt. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you have to spend money to make money. So yeah. you got to just realize that, you know, it's going to cost you. It's not going to be something super easy and cheap. It's just yeah, you're no gonna, matter what. You're going to have to invest in yourself, invest in your business. It's definitely an investment. And even though it is scary how much money you're going to be putting in in the beginning, it's an investment. So it's going to be worth it in the end. So, and you learn things as you go and you can buy things as you go. You Mm -hmm. just need to, you know, start with your basics and then move on from there. Yeah. And just to mention, like Italia was saying that you really need to start before you're ready. Like you will learn things as you go. You'll buy things as you go. You'll improve things as you go. Like you don't need to have it all figured out before you start because nobody ever has it figured out before you start. Yeah. You'll never be able to start that way. You have to just start with what you have and improve as you go because especially in the beginning, you're not going to have any, like you're not going to be making a lot of money. You're not going to be profiting. So you can't spend money on all this expensive stuff for it to be perfect at first you gotta grow right and you don't have to get the best lash light and the best this and the best that just get something that works and it's reliable don't you know i'm not saying go out and spend ten dollars on a lash light but don't you don't have to go get the new cosmo glow it's amazing but you Mm -hmm. don't have to start with that one because we didn't we started with the glam core i started with the hand-me-down i started with a lot of hand-me-downs i started with a a $30 light from Amazon. So. Yeah. So you honestly just don't don't feel like you have to have the best of the best. And it has yeah. like you want your place, whatever your space is, to look very professional mm-hmm. and you want it to look very nice. But you do not need it to be the best of the best. Yeah. Like you're, you know, you have an entire studio or something. And everybody has their starting point. So, you know, it's okay. Just You just have to start somewhere. So, um. And I actually had an issue with that. Like I did not feel comfortable taking clients until I had everything perfect. And that's just not the reality of it. You are going to have to start somewhere. So moving on to the next point that that brings me to is you have to figure out where you're going to want to do your lashes out of. Are you going to be doing it out of a salon are you going to be renting or leasing a space 
are you going to be doing it out of your house? <laughs> Whatever your states allow. Every state's different. Yeah. And I mean, there's many options. Like she said, there's booth runs. There's a lot of places like Phoenix or Sola Salons. They're all mm-hmm. around the world at this point where you can rent a little space. And although that is very costly yes. and there's cheaper options um, out there, you just have to do your research. You want to find something that works for you and your business. Are you just doing lashes? Are you doing lashes and brows? Are you doing whatever you're doing? But you want to also start small. You want to be reasonable and you want to be smart and you don't want to go, you know, rent something that's a thousand dollars a month when, like we said before, you don't really profit much when you start. You want to make sure that you pick something that is affordable mm-hmm. and something you know that you can make each month. So when me and Natalia both started our last journeys, we were both in college. We were college students, so we didn't have a lot of money to rent a place or anything like that. And so I actually started taking clients out of my apartment and um, I had a lash room specifically for doing lashes. And I once I got certified with Nova Lash, I started practicing on all of my friends and my family out of my apartment, but I even fell victim of, you know, I, I'm not ready. It's not right. Like, I don't have all the stuff in here that I want. It doesn't look professional. Just telling myself all of these things. And I held myself back for a long time because of that. And I wish I just started because I could have had more experience by now if I just did that. Yeah, and you have to realize that people care more about the quality of your lash extensions more than so, you know, your space. Of course, they want to feel like they're in a safe, comfortable, sanitized, you know, clean space. But no, you don't need it to look like, you know, they're walking into a million-dollar salon. Yeah, and I just would overthink every little thing to the point where, like, I would talk myself into just not – putting myself out there and I regret that. So if you are in a similar position, just do it. Just don't overthink it so much. And what's the worst that can happen, you know? So you really just need to focus on getting that experience, getting that practice, getting people in there. You know, it could be uncomfortable and it's going to be uncomfortable in general, no matter where you're doing it out of at first, because it's just a scary thing to start. But don't be so much in your head and just do it. Yeah, and I started out out of someone else's space, which was in a house, and we were both working out of a designated lash room, and that was fun. It was nice. I learned so much from her. It was it was great, but eventually, you know, we outgrew the space. There was two of us in there, and, you know, I moved into my own space, and I had my own space in my own lash room inside my house, and that was great for, like, while I was in college. I just, you know, the commitment of going out and renting and paying rent and signing a lease while you're in college, I didn't want to be unrealistic with myself. I said, you know, like, you know, I'm already paying rent to live where I'm living and to go sign a whole nother lease while I'm in college and I'm in, you know, taking 15, 18 credit hours. That was just not realistic for me. And I just knew I personally couldn't handle that. I had other things I also did on the side. So that wasn't that wasn't right for me. So do what is right for you in every situation. Every person is different. So don't feel that, you know, like you have to do exactly what someone else did or, you know, find what works for you. Yeah. And I am extremely grateful for Italia because <laughs> <laughs> 
She actually, I remember because I was in a position where I kind of was like giving up on lashing at the time just because I'm like, I'm, I'm not ready. I don't have everything to like, I just don't feel comfortable starting. And she actually reached out to me asking me if I was doing lashes because she wanted to get her lashes done and we trade lashes. So we started doing each other's lashes and her and one other person I was doing regularly, which was my uh, roommate at the time. And it wasn't until I started doing Italian's lashes and we started talking more and more about things. And I was just like, you know, I really just need to stop overthinking. I just need to do it. And I need to be more serious about it. I was presented with an opportunity to do it out of a salon. And then this is when Italia actually just got her place that she was uh, – leasing so it's like these two opportunities came like at the same time and that's why it was like perfect timing and I was very tempted to just go with the salon because I knew that I was going to get a lot of exposure and there was a lot of clientele there that I would have easily been able to get and I would if I was doing it with Italia I'd have to start from the ground up and literally with no one literally build it up myself so but I knew if I did that if I did it myself and did it my own way and did it how I wanted to and built a brand for myself be so much more rewarding and a lot of things come with working out of a salon the next thing is getting certified are you already certified or is that something you need to look into doing you also need to think like you know do I need to continue my education or am I just going to lash off based off my license if you have one you know every state's different some states don't require you to be licensed and some do so you just need to pay attention to that because every state's different um or if you're in another country same thing just you know read what is in your state or your country what is required and you just need to make sure that you know what you are doing Mm -hmm. and you know when things come up like oh you know my these lashes are stuck to the bottom ones what do I do you need to make sure you know what you're doing so you don't want to just go into it thinking I watched some YouTube tutorials and now I'm just going to go and laugh this is very big I think it's very important to get some type of education because a lot of people don't realize how technical lashing is and there's a lot of things that you need to know so that you don't do things that are going to damage your client's natural lashes or, you know, you have to be able to do it correctly so you're not messing up people's lashes and and messing up your name. You know, people are going to be like, oh, don't go to her. She doesn't know what she's doing. And obviously in the beginning, you're going to be learning anyways, but you need to have the correct knowledge and resources that you can use to be able to do your best and you know, know what you're doing. Yes. And you just need to make sure that you actually have practice. You didn't just jump in and it is okay to jump in, but jump in on your friends or your family members who, if you mess up, they're not going to, you know, go and try to sue you or something crazy. You just want to make sure that you're getting yourself into what you know you're getting yourself into. And you're not just, you know, again, jumping in and uh, making a whole business out of it. And you don't really truly know what you're doing. There's many, many courses and classes and certifications out there, but you just want to make sure whoever you're paying for that Mm. certification from or any of that from, you just want to make sure that person themselves is licensed or certified or they know what they're talking about and they're not just, you know, making a course and teaching people things that they are not even properly taught because a lot of people in my area, they create their own classes, but 
they're not even licensed. And in Virginia, you have to be licensed to do lash extensions. And a lot of people are not licensed and they'll create, you know, a thousand dollar course and people pay for it. And they're not even licensed themselves and especially not to teach someone else. Yeah. You really need to do your research. You need to do your research on products because if you didn't know, Lash extensions aren't regulated by the FDA, so literally people can be putting anything on your lashes. And you as a lash tech can be using anything, but you want to make it a priority that you are using quality products because it's definitely going to show in your work and your clients are going to be able to tell in the quality. And you just want to be using things that aren't going to mess up your client's eyes. Yes. And, and you have to remember this. People, you know, work hard for their money and they're coming and they're spending it and giving it to you. And if you're, you know, just doing a quick job or you're just doing like, oh, okay, this just looks okay, whatever. And you're not really caring about their health of their natural lashes or you're just jumping, you know, the gun and just mm -hmm. doing whatever. Those people are not going to keep coming back and they're not going to recommend you. And word of mouth is just yes. important. It yes. is so important. And be honest when you're first starting, like let people know that, you know, you're learning. Also, I just want to touch on this really quick. When you are first starting, you are going to take a very long time and it's going to be frustrating. And I remember in the beginning being like, can I even do this? Because yeah. it's like, it's not easy. I would literally take all day just to finish somebody's lashes and even when you started working in my studio the studio that we now share when I when I would be in there and Crystal would be too and she would take so much longer than I did yeah. and I know that maybe even her I mean thankfully she was very open and honest with her clients and they knew that she was newer at it and they were very patient with her and you know sometimes you have to start at discounted prices for that reason yeah. and that's okay and um you know I was in there she was in there and she would take so much longer than I did which is perfectly fine, but that is how you start. That is what it takes and that is okay. You're going to go through times where you feel like, okay, I can't do this. I'm going to give up. Just know that it gets better with practice and time and you will get better. You will get faster. Your muscle memory will be better and right. you'll be able to get to where you want to be, but you have to start somewhere and it's going to take a long time. And some people are faster than others when you start some people take longer than others. Everybody's different. But yeah, just know that it took me like six hours to do my first full set and it wasn't even all the way full. Yeah, mine was mine was like – I think mine was like five. Yeah. But so. that's very long and no <laughs> one wants to sit there for that long. So yeah. thank you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I just wanted to say that it's – I think a lot of people look at lashing and just be like, oh, this is going to be a great career. I just let's jump into it. Let's do it. But it takes hard work and practice. And, and there's a lot of pros easy. and cons. There's yeah. just so many. Yeah. So next thing you want to look into when you are starting is getting insured, getting insurance, because you want to make sure that you are insured so that if somebody, protected. yeah, you don't want to get sued and, you know, have that against you. So that is something to definitely look into. And I did not have it when I was practicing on people. I waited a little bit to get mine, but 
when I was actively taking clients and I was charging them, I definitely had my insurance. And when you didn't have insurance, you were just doing friends and family too. Yeah. So that is something very important. And there's so many different ones out there. There's, you know, there's ones for your space that you're working in as well as yourself. There's some just for yourself. So just depending on where and what you're doing is what insurance you would pick. And you can get many quotes from different ones to see which one's the best price and gives you the best coverage. But that is all very customizable and there's so many different ones. So just call around and see what works best for you. So the one that I started with and still use is ASCP. It's Associated Skincare Professionals. And what is the one that I got? What is it? It covers hair and yeah, so that's the one that I started with the five years ago that I recommended to Crystal that mm-hmm. they have um, for the same price you can get um, covered for both lashes and facials and everything as well as hair for the same price. So that was very nice and it's very affordable. You just play once a year and you have coverage. Yeah. So the next thing would be researching your state requirements. So like I said before, we just want to make sure that we are – following our state guidelines. So if your state says you need to be licensed, you know, for ours in Virginia, it's you have to have an esthetician or cosmetologist license to do lash extensions. So me and Crystal both have a cosmetology um, that allows us to do many things, hair, nails, a lot of things, but, um, you know, estheticians different, but they both let you do lash extensions. And you just want to um, research your specific state or country if you're listening from another country. You just want to make sure wherever you live and you plan on lashing in that it is you fall are following that because you just don't want to get in trouble if anything mm-hmm. happens because that could be scary. Yeah. So next thing after that, which we kind of touched on, is how you are going to pay for your business expenses, whether it be you save up money or you are using a credit card or anything like that. Because you, when you first start, I don't think people realize how much goes into all the business expenses of starting a business because there is a lot. Getting certified or not, there's still so much more expensive than just the certification. Um, The certification is something to look at, though, because it ranges from hundreds of dollars to sometimes a thousand. Like our certification was a thousand. Mine was a thousand. Yours was like 12 or 13. Yeah, mine was 13. Yeah. Um, And we have the same certification, but I got mine on a special. She got a deal. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. You have to look into all that because you obviously are going to have to pay for it somehow and you have to be ready to take on all those expenses. So a certification aside, you still have all of the supplies and things like that that you have to spend on. So your lash bed, your lashes, your glue, your lights, your chair, you know, all these things you can start off with cheaper options but as you need them as, to start. Yeah. Like you don't have to buy the best chair starting out. You don't have to buy the best bed starting out. You obviously want to start out with something that's going to be realistic and, and it's going to be yeah, good for your clients. But you don't need the best of the best when you start out. But you do 
need something and it's going to cost money. And mm. if you open up a credit card specifically for your business, that's okay too. You just yeah. have to, have, you know, be realistic and have a plan of how you're going to pay that monthly so that you're not, you know, accumulating crazy interest and ruining your credit over it. But, you know, it you got to spend money to make money. So it yeah. just is what it is. But, you know, for the credit card option, you just dedicate that credit card to just your lash business and you know, like Crystal was saying, you don't profit much in your first year, but you are going to profit some. It's just, it doesn't feel like profit because you have to pay so much on, you know, like if you profit a hundred dollars today, okay, that hundred dollars needs to go toward my credit card that I owe for my lash bed and all this stuff. Yeah. So that's what she means by you don't profit. Obviously you profit, but you don't really get to keep the money in your bank account to go shopping with because you have to pay off that credit card. So yeah, you're just going to have to make sure that you have a plan and you have it in your mind that you're going to have to pay for these things somehow and whether you're going to save up money or you're going to put things on a credit card and pay it off later and if you are doing something like that and either way, honestly, you need to, if you're going to be investing all this money into it, you need to be taking it seriously um, and keep going and it's going to take time also like it is gonna take time to build up clientele it's not gonna happen at a snap of finger right and everybody wants things instantly and that is not this is not the industry for that so if that's what no. you're looking for you need to go somewhere else <laughs> no and that and like Chris was saying that is totally okay to just do whatever route works for you just do whatever works for you and again everybody's different just remember that um so the next thing we would say is to start even when it's scary like just do it. If you want to do lashes as your job, as your career, then just do it. You're never going to start if you're just sitting there waiting around for it to come to you because it just won't. It unfortunately doesn't. And you have to put all in like all the work in yourself. There's no one that's going to hand everything to you. There's going to be people that can help, but there's nobody that's going to just say, here is a full clientele that's going to book you out and here's a Mm -hmm. space. You have to do all that yourself. So you just have to put the time and the effort in and trust that you will get where you want to be if you work hard. Yeah. And entrepreneurship is not all glitz and glam. Like it's hard work and you are your own boss and you're going to have to push yourself. Nobody's going to be telling you, you need to do this and you need to do that and all these things that you're going to need to do. And it's up to you how successful you become because you are in charge and you really have to put yourself out there. And if you don't, you're not going to get anywhere. So even if it's scary, even if it's uncomfortable and it's going to be uncomfortable at first. And like I've said before, like there was times that I definitely felt like giving up and I'm like, I'm just not going to do this. Like this is uncomfortable. And even when I started working out of the space that I'm in with Italia now, there's been when I first started, I was just like, I don't know, like this is just so scary. Like I'm scared to take my first client. Like I'm somebody who is kind of shy at first so it's like especially doing a service on people where you're like touching them pretty much like it's kind of a uncomfortable and scary situation if you're not used to doing that but you will get used to it and it's going to be so worth it and then you build relationships with your clients and it's going to be worth it and it's so fun yeah yeah I remember when I first started I was like 
um, am I putting way too much weight on their forehead? Like, I feel like I was pushing down, like I was going to give them a headache. Like I was like, um, is this too much? And then they were like, no, like, I don't feel like that doesn't feel like, you know, too much. I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I just feel like I have, I'm heavy handed and I just felt yeah. like I was hurting them and I really wasn't. So that's another part in practicing and learning. You have to see what you can and can't do and what's comfortable for your clients. Yeah. And I remember being so nervous, like the first couple clients I had that I was shaking I was like am I even gonna be able to finish this set because I need my hands not to shake so just know that that's everybody starts like that everybody's nervous and you get through that and the only way to get through it is to do it so there's there's no there's no way around it and yeah yeah, and it takes time and I think even your clients will know that you know if you give a little disclaimer like I'm new like there are gonna be like you know hopefully there's gonna be some people out there that are not but most are gonna be like oh okay yeah cool like and that's why you may be giving them that discount so they're gonna understand and it's more in your head than anything like you get to yourself more than anything like the people are gonna be more understanding than you are to yourself so just don't be so hard on yourself and know that it's not if something goes wrong it's not the end of the world and you learn and you grow so it's okay yeah so lastly what we kind of want to end off which we kind of mentioned before too is it's gonna take time to build your clientele and this is probably the most challenging challenging because I mean I'm pretty much in that stage right now I am nowhere near where I want to be with my clientele but neither am I even though I do have a bigger clientele than you do I'm still not where I want to be so I mean it happens and I'm five years in yeah even though I'm not where I want to be, I'm grateful that I'm making progress. And I remember when I first started, I would be like, oh, I just wish I could, you know, do at least one person a week. Yeah. And I'm doing that and I'm doing more than that. And you just have to really acknowledge your accomplishments as you go because it's a progress. I mean, it's a process and you have to acknowledge the progress that you have as you grow. So it's like I said, things don't happen instantly and it takes a while to grow your clientele and that's okay. And that's just how it is. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And I remember like, I remember like for this month, me and Crystal were running a little special for like Black Friday and it's like our last special of the year. And I remember like Crystal like telling me like, oh, like another person booked, another person booked. And I, I remember it makes me feel like, oh my God, like five years ago or even two, three years ago when that happened to me, like, you know, you just like look down at your phone and you see a new person booked and you're just like, oh my God, like it's so exciting. Cause you're like, yeah. why me? Like there's so <laughs> many lash artists. Like, why did you pick me? And like, it just, it's, it's so exciting. Cause you're just like, finally, like yeah. I feel like what I'm doing is working and it's paying off and it, I'm actually like growing, growing, yeah, getting somewhere. Yeah. Just the progress of the process. <laughs> yeah. So I just think that either way, you know, if you're literally just starting out or if you've been a year in, if you're five years in, you can still grow. And yeah. even if it's been time has passed and you feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm still in the same place, that means you just need to go out your comfort zone and do something different. Yeah. And we will eventually in another episode, like, give more ways and that we use to grow and that work and that we feel like, okay, like we did this and we actually saw results. Like we'll give way more, um, 
ideas and options for that later on too so um and then we just kind of want to finish off the episode which is sharing i like our like a little bit of our journey each um not like our entire journey but just a little bit of something that we felt like you know how it was when we first started and what we got to and how we are where we are but very briefly yeah so crystal you start I also want to mention that you should be giving yourself a time bracket and not just giving up on the first, like, let's say you just do it for two months and you're like, oh, I don't have any clients. Like, I'm, this isn't working. You can't say that within the first two months. Like, you have to give yourself, like, at least a year and just be patient because it takes time to build up that clientele. So don't give up in your first, and even your first year, like, in, might not be where you want it to be, but I'm sure you'll be in a better place than where you started. So as long as you are seeing progress, then that's what makes it worth it. Yeah. And you have to remember that there can be a lot of lash artists in your area, but there's enough clientele for everybody. Yeah. So people always ask me like, oh, because like for the longest time, there was me and one other Nova Lash artist in my area and one, the other girl stopped lashing and it was just me. And then, you know, Chris started Nova Lash and people were like, oh, like, you know, like there's going to be another, another Nova Lash person. Like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) but that is, I don't feel like in competition with Crystal because there's enough people for everybody. everybody. I don't need, I can't handle everybody. You know, even if I wanted to, how would I do? I don't have enough hours in the day to do everybody, you know? So I don't, think of crystal as like competition and I never felt like I was because they're like I truly believe there's enough people for everybody yeah it's just the matter of finding them yeah and if you are trying your best and doing good work and you know showing that people are going to want to come to you either way there may be people that look at crystal's instagram and think she's way better than me and there may people you know think vice versa that you just don't know everybody's different and you don't know what goes through their mind so just do you exactly and if if you think like the area you're in there's way too many lash artists there like how could i ever be successful you need to not think like that. And like Atalia is saying, there is plenty of people out there. And also, yeah, there might be a lot of lash techs, but they don't have – the industry doesn't have you and you may offer something different or may attract a certain clientele that has been looking for you and they like you. And not everybody is for everybody, yeah, so like it's okay. Yeah, Crystal's white and I'm light-skinned. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter to me <laughs> and you, but it really might matter to some people. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Yeah. I'm really serious. Like, it does not – we and you, yeah, we don't see color. We don't do – but there are people that do. I mean, yeah. I'm saying it as a joke, but I'm seriously at the same time not joking. But – and that's – I mean, I just totally agree. Like, I think that if you find ways to set yourself and your work apart from others, people will see you and be like, oh, like – this looks, you know, different. Like if you're trying to do the same thing that everybody else is doing in the same exact way, you know, you got, there's just a whole bunch of replicas. Like no one is like, oh, like she's the best because everybody looks the same. You want to, you want to set yourself apart. Yeah. And every lash tech is going to offer something different and it's going to attract people that like your work. Yeah. And that's the thing. Me and Crystal, we do the same exact extensions, do the same exact products, but our work looks different at the same time because, yeah. you know, lashing, you Everybody's put your different. own artist touch on it. Like that is why we really like to say lash artist and not <laughs> lash tech is because lash artists, you're literally an artist. Like I know we're just applying extensions on natural lashes, but we're literally putting your own 
touch on the work you're doing. So it's totally artistic and it really is dependable on the person doing it. Okay, so this is getting kind of long. So we're going to briefly just say our story of how we began and kind of what our journey consists of from the beginning to where we're at now. So like I said, I started practicing on people pretty much the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. I was practicing on friends and family out of my apartment and I did that for a couple months and then there was a period of time where I kind of like let go of it and I wasn't doing it as much. I was in school and I kind of gave that as an excuse of like, oh, I don't have time to do lashes right now. Let me just focus on school. And that was just a way of me being scared and making an excuse for myself not to do it. (laughs) And then when Atali reached out to get her lashes done, I started doing hers regularly. And then I was doing my roommates regularly. And then when Atali got her own place, I started practicing on people out of that and then I started actively taking clients I started charging people for the first time and when I first started around June July of this year 2021 I was maybe had like I don't even know how many people I had my first month like not a lot maybe like four four yeah yeah I would and then like the next month I would have three people one week and the next week I would have none. Yeah. So it's very slow in the beginning and it's very like even now I will have well recently I haven't had a week where I haven't done anybody. I usually my minimums right now has been like four people a Mm -hmm. week. Yeah. So and I've been doing it for like four months now consistently. So and I think just last week, was it last yeah. week you made your first like $1,000 and I'm making it this week too. Yeah. And that's so exciting. And that's, <laughs> it is so and that exciting. is what pushes you. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this truly, is working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so cool too, because now I always ask people before they leave, if they want to book their next appointment. So looking at my future weeks, I see that I have at least like three to four people yeah. already booked even before new people have booked so far, like out a couple weeks out. So yeah, so I started with like maybe three, four people in one month and now I'm doing three, four people a week. And that is obviously I want to be doing much more people than that, but that is a huge progress from where I started. And like I said, it's only been four months and hopefully in another four months I can double that and just keep growing. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. And that's really good. And I, I'm proud. I'm proud. <laughs> Thank you. I, and it's fun to watch someone else. And it's like, I feel like I'm looking at me like years ago, like, <laughs> oh my God, like it's, it, I'm excited for you, even though it's you. But, um, for me, I started again when I was in college with someone else and you know, she taught me a lot and then I got certified and I learned even more and then I just kept going, kept going, lashing for years and you know, again, it was more of a side hustle fun thing that I was doing. I was very professional the whole time. I was never, you know, doing I've always had a designated lash room and everything, but I was doing it and I was making a great living while I was in college. Um, although I missed out a lot on my, on the college life and everything else. Cause I was just so into working, but I've always been that way. But I, um, was working really hard and I decided, you know, like 
I'm graduating college. I always said like my reasoning for being in the house and doing all that was because I was in college. So I was like, okay, I'm not in college anymore. So I opened up a little space, um, a little studio inside of a, like a storage and business center. So like some of it's storage units, some of it's a business center. So there's other people in there like microblading, massage, um, waxing. There's a lot of different people in there. Um, so it's really cool. There's other beauty professionals in there that have their own little studios. And I opened it up and I was like, you know, I have to really put in more work than I ever had because I wasn't advertising as much. I wasn't taking myself as a serious, serious, serious business before because I was in my house and I just felt like, although I'm, everybody was like, it's still really professional and you still did a really good job. Even though my clients were telling me that, I just felt like, you know, I do feel like I'm doing a good job, but I just never felt like I was truly taken serious to because, yeah, because I was like, I'm inside my house. Like, I mean, it's really hard to be taken super serious when you're mm -hmm. in your house. I'm unfortunately, that's just how it goes. But I um, opened up my spot. I signed a lease. It was so scary because I was like, you know, with lashing, all your clients can stop coming tomorrow and you have yeah. no income and yeah. that's just how it goes. But that's every business is risky. Mm -hmm. And also rewarding yeah. on the other end. So. Yeah, there's so many pros and cons and that's the thing. So I opened it up. I signed my lease. I was so excited. I decorated the spot. I redid a lot of stuff. I bought so much new stuff. I made it look so nice, so professional. At least I tried. And um, it's like a 200 square foot studio, um, which was like more than enough for just me. You know, like mm -hmm. all I do is lashes and brows. All I need is a bed and a little place to check out my clients. Like it's really, I don't need even that. It was big for me. And I was like, you know what? Like this could be a potential. And I, and I saw Crystal like saying, like, she kept saying, look, I don't like where my apartment's located. And it's like weird, like making people come here and all. And I was just like, okay, well, like you can just share this spot with me. I was like, do you want to? Cause it's like, I don't need it all to myself. And I, I mean, I wouldn't mind. And so, and I just felt like I had so much help when I first started with the other woman that I worked with that I was like, I want to pass that on because I was so grateful and I want to do that for someone else. So I, that's when I asked Crystal and she said yes. And um, now we share a space um, and hope to grow and grow. But um, now I, Crystal says I'm booked out. But I don't feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, compared to me. Yeah. You? Well, <laughs> but I've been doing it longer, but like, I, I mean, I yeah. am, but I'm not like everybody's definition of booked out is mm -hmm. different. I feel like, and for me, Mine would be like, you cannot even get an appointment in the entire month. But if that is that way, yeah. then your clients can't even come back to you. So you can't really be booked out that way. But um, honestly, I'm very grateful for I'm at and I yes. never take it for granted. Um, but yeah. I do know that um, now, you know, the amount of money I'm making is so much different than when I did that in my house. I make so much more money now because I can actually advertise my business and do way more than I did. Yeah, I, I know you're taking school. a lot more clients now than you did. Yeah, when you were and I'm at. working many more days yeah. than I used to. Yeah. So, but yeah, I look at Italia and that, that's like, oh, I can't wait to be where she's at with clientele. Like, that's like. <sighs> <laughs> and, she, and you'll get there, trust me. It, yeah. It, it, it I felt the same way. I and I know did. when I'm where Italia is at, I'm going to feel the same way she is where like, oh, I, I want to do more. I Yeah, I it's never go, enough. Yeah, you can always go further, but it's also very important to acknowledge w how far you've come as right. well. Right. And yeah, yeah, and I have to stop myself and remind, like remember that and remind yeah. myself of that for sure. <laughs> so 
that pretty much wraps up this episode of actually starting thank you so much for listening remember to like follow subscribe comment and leave us a review if you're on apple Podcasts. um we really appreciate it and yeah we look forward to seeing you next wednesday thank you so much for listening thank you bye Bye.